Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace family is 19 Keys, and you listen to another episode of Electrical Conversations and Thought Patterns with Ajna Sarai, The Healing Place. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about um, different roles and constructs. I think there's going to be a lot you may be able to take out of this. I don't always dive into my relationship back, but when I do, I go deep in. Tap in. It, 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 it more so says that the fact that I can recognize value in you lets me know that I'm valuable as well because you can only see a person as in depth as you can see yourself. So everything that I recognize in you, I'm the observer. Mm -hmm. So there's a value in me being able to see value because in reality, we can only observe from our perceptions, from our, our makeup. Everybody sees things different. You have low conscious observers and high conscious observers. Mm -hmm. What is the difference? Is that the low conscious observer only create low observations and I mean that by like if a person walks in a room and they see a woman only for her body but not her aura not her mind not her value they a low conscious observer but if a person walks in a room and they see this woman and the potential that she has and the potential that he has he's like yo we can build a whole goddamn nation together that's a high conscious observer they're seeing design in a whole different manner than the other person so you have to know whether you a low conscious observer because you say that oh man she she got ass, she got this. Well, that only says something about your ability to be able to observe reality in a different manner. But you also create what you observe in that reality as well. Okay. So you have to be careful when you observe someone low. That just means that you're a low observer. Okay. Like, can you see deeper within that person's value? Let yourself know something. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Like, I see everybody's value on different levels because that's the value I seek within myself. You know what I mean? Like, even if, if I'm having a bad day, it's like, no, I got to look deeper than that. I got hella value. I got a whole mind. Okay. If I see a bum on the street, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak with him and be like, you know what? There's one thing that he can tell me that I bet is valuable. Because at whatever point in life that you may see me, it don't matter. I have value still that I'm going to see, seek, and observe within myself. So those of them are those of they, um, of both masculine and feminine energies that are operating 
um, effectively on lower vibrational frequencies by masking it under the realm of a deep spirituality or consciousness of sorts. Mm -hmm. But you find yourself like you, um, you're embracing these different parts of your evolution and spirituality and wanting to learn of your divinity. But you lust for quote unquote air quotes because, you know, I don't particularly care for labels, but conscious men. Mm. So, like, by the time that he posting you all in his mouth, trying to see his lips, trying to see his teeth, trying to check for his dick print, but you are pretending that you're, like, this elevated, higher conscious <laughs> woman. That right, is just... right. So, how do, how do women in particular, from a male's perspective, because, you know, we deal with these types of situations, how do they identify that that's where they're vibrating from? Mm. What is the perception that men get when they encounter these types of energy and what to do about it? I think that, for one, that's a good question. Two, we, I think we always have to ask ourselves, if we look at a person as high conscious, as great, we get to ask ourselves the opposite. Are we high conscious and are we great? We look at this person as high moral and standards, but do am I high morals and standards? Sometimes we want people that I believe are beyond, not not in the sense of beyond our our league, but they have advanced to a point of life that we haven't advanced at, and we think we can take a shortcut by going with them instead of propelling ourselves there, and not like in a material sense. But if I think that this is like this woman over there is pure, like she's you know, uh, she does no wrong. Like she's, she has great morals and ethics and like everything about her is just beautiful and great. I have to ask myself, well, do I meet that standard that I see within her? Or do I kind of want to go in a sense to where I can corrupt that standard and see if I can have that to where that validates me to be better? Okay. So it's like, what place am I operating? Do I deserve to be with that person because I think that we matching because we have the same values? Or do I just desire that person? I want to have them yeah, you know I mean, it make me feel better about myself. So in the event that you are operating in a sense mm -hmm. where you may not necessarily be worthy of it, but it doesn't negate the fact that you want it. Right. How do you um, elevate to a degree that you don't manipulate your gifts mm. for your desires and then end up subconsciously troubled because you know that you've used your superpower for evil? Because a lot of us deal with that. I think you have to be honest with yourself okay. and you have to ask yourself like, um, cause you can put yourself in many different positions within life, you know, desire, sex, many different things start to fall into a formula, uh, especially when we put ourselves in a sense to where we make ourselves innocent instead of saying that, nah, everything I do comes from me. Mm -hmm. Like I have power and control over every situation. And oftentimes, you know, you can get caught up in a moment or you can be a type of person that thinks further ahead. So if you planning and you thinking further ahead in every situation that you get in with the person, you can ask yourself, honestly, where would this go? Will this feed this, you know, quickness of a desire that I have or this really fit within a vision in my plan? Okay. You know what I mean? And I think that starts to make a person more responsible, you know, within a moment. Then at the same time, you ask yourself this, right? Because it's different between character and personality, you know, or character and like a mistake or character and uh, a one time or two time thing. 
if you if you do something over and over, that's your character, right? And you have to be honest about yourself as far as who you are. And, and I think a lot of times, if you're going to be a type of person, just be honest with yourself and stop and, and don't be hypocritical about it if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Like that's the brand that you now should take on. And that's the brand that you now should put out there, right? But if you do something and you say that that's not my brand, then that means that you have to learn from it. And then you have to, you know, uh, either, yeah, don't do it again, you know, become better, move forward, or you, there, yeah, there's no other or. It's just that. Okay. I believe that, yeah. If so if you put out a particular brand and that's what you say you are to yourself, into the world and you move against what you say you are then you either learn from that so you can become better so you can actually be that person or you yeah there's no other or on that it's just yeah that's it okay so when women in particular end up being other than who they represent themselves to be and then men of your caliber per se have those experiences what do you walk away thinking after encountering those types of feminine images? Uh, give me a little more detail. Okay. So she comes in it's like, good, y'all. Blessings, King, you know. Yeah. Hotep and Capri. Asalamu alaikum, God. Uh huh. Walaikum salam. They see you back, you know, yeah. they hit you with that old. Uh, uh, this is my first time, you know, I'm honoring Ramadan this season. Yeah. You know, it's been a struggle. Yeah. Y'all inspire me. And then by the time that you get just close enough to get close enough, as she opens up the door and you welcome it in because you think that, okay, this might be a possibility. And before you know it, she busting it open just by low vibrational frequency. Yeah. What does that do? It lowers the way I view her. Um, and I will say, okay, before you further answer that, when you encounter enough of those types of women repetitiously, mm-hmm. would you agree or not agree that it not only lowers how you view her, but after the repetition, <laughs> right. okay, it lowers the vibration that you think on when you deal with these subconscious labels of conscious or spiritual women that as well but also there's a a sense of responsibility that like i say that the the observer creates what they observe okay so there's a sense of at a particular point in time in life let's say that damn i've just been meeting nothing but great good women that would be my goddamn wife Mm -hmm. that means you operating on that plane Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so if you only meeting women who want to you know who are within that vibration, then you have to ask yourself, damn, that's what I'm sending out right now because that's what I'm getting back right now. You know what I'm talking about? Because you might have, yeah, yeah, you you let her into the fold, but it was a sister right behind her that was a good one that you gave her the operation to come talk to you faster because that's what you observed quicker. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a responsibility on both sides, of course, because it's like, it's, it, 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 but at the same time, that person that you're observing, if she come in there with like, yo, I'm conscious of this, that, and the third, but she's only using your language to get close to you because she knows that's what you want to hear. People do that a lot. Yes. People. And a lot, of, a lot of women experience that with the conscious men, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about how a lot of conscious feminine energies prey yeah. on these men and then 
continue to program them to think it's okay yeah. to function on these lower vibrations because at the core, that's really what everybody's doing. We just do more of it. Right. And, 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 and then to that point, though, it's like people, I think there's a core where when somebody views you a certain way, mm-hmm. they want to prove you not that way. And then they get to blame you. you know I mean, and I mean that in a sense, it's like, it's like, let's say um, a person really not like if, to be like this so-called, this, this conscious image, right? Mm-hmm. A person to look at that and be like, damn, I don't, I ain't like, they like the idea of that. Like this conscious brother, you know what I mean? I love to have babies with this brother. That's a good man. But what they probably desire it's just a hood nigga that's go do some hood shit with them and go to the club and like still live that sort of life that they in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they like higher moral self is saying that nah, girl, this is gonna be the man that treats you right because you know the other niggas done played you. Yeah, you know I mean your whole life. Those are the other niggas that you've been with. So she might get with the conscious bruh, but she really doesn't want to absorb that whole lifestyle. You know what I mean? And she just want to get close enough, you know, have sex with this person, and then find the flaws and be like, you know what? You know, this nigga ain't perfect either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like some people go in with that strategy to get that outcome so they can validate what they already been doing. Saying that, well, I tried this over here, but you know that you probably wouldn't have been ready to go full out conscious anyway. Like, would you really absorb to change your lifestyle? Mm-hmm. If this person said you gotta, not that you have to, but like, you know that this comes with me moving a certain way. Like you, you, you wouldn't be doing your clubbing thing. You wouldn't be doing this, that, and the third. Would you really be ready to change those things, or do you want to get with someone that you feel like should be the ideal man that you should want, but it's not really what you desire? Does that kind of make sense? Yes, and I think that's why why so many um, women end up going for the edge or the the bad boy in mm-hmm. a way because they do want to feel protected and they do want to feel safe and they do want to have these like wild charismatic yeah. times but they also want to feel like I'm learning something from you you're helping me evolve and you know my children I will be proud to say hey this is the father this is the god of my home this is who we worship here yeah. and um, I think the dichotomy is so it's, it's such a variation of things it is. So a, what kind of what kind of women do the conscious brothers? And I don't mean like punk, <laughs> I don't mean punk faking like I mean seriously like Queens, if you really want to get a man's attention, here's the opportunity to consider this type of thing. Because mm. this type of man likes this type of thing. Like I can tell brothers like, hey, if you want a woman that is a boss. And I don't mean lost in a way where she's just pretending for the internet. I mean, like, yeah. when the invoices come, that shit come in her name. People yeah. eat because of her, yeah. figuratively and literally. Yeah. Like, your children, like, if she stop right now, people go home hungry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a big deal. When a man or masculine energy wants to encounter that type of energy, he has to come in bearing gifts. Not because... She's looking for somebody to trick on her, 
Because if I'm a queen, you come with an offering. Yeah, I don't think all men can afford those kind of good women. And not just in the sense of monetarily, but in the sense that, like, that woman does deserve more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of, and on both sides, people are not willing to let those people be with people that couldn't afford them. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. So many of us, like, play, like I would call it playing in the mud. Like, yeah. I would tell my ex-lover, like, okay, we slumming? He'd be like, you slumming? Nah, nah. You yeah. slumming, though? Look, yeah. Like, you, you slumming over yeah. there, huh? Like, you teasing. You misrepresenting. It's like, you don't get what Beyonce. It's like, what do you? what would you bring to the table with that? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what validates, like, you to be able to match that same energy, though? You know what I mean? How can you help her feel like a woman still in that situation? Because at some point in time, she'll feel like the masculine energy, if that's what she produces, she provides and produces. And that's the dichotomy, since we're talking about, like, the balance of feminine right. and masculine energy and how to remain all woman without being threatening to your man. Now, and that goes a lot on the... So that comes on both sides. Okay. So women have to know how to... And I talked about this on a podcast I did, is that women can, can if you can use your words to tear down a man, you can use them to build him up in a sense to where if he doesn't have everything that you, he, that you think that you desire a man to have yet, then there's a way to where I believe that you can work with that entity to help him bring out that position of potential. And now if he doesn't want to, like you, you trying to build this person up and they not, then that's when you exit the situation. But there's women that can come into a situation and build this person up into exactly the type of man that they want them to be, if he's willing, though. See, like, don't fight mind. against anything. Yeah, because a lot of men, like, I'm a garden. I'm a whole fucking garden. And if you handle me right, I will feed our children's mm. children's 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 children. Yeah. But, you know, this is like hot cheeto. I'm going to fill my water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some people like liabilities. Not everybody can handle assets. This is the reason why a person that you go to the club, spend four hundred dollars on the bottle, you want to start a business. Somebody say the consultation costs four hundred. You about to goddamn look up and down on that contract to ask them everything you can get. Like we assess liabilities much more than we we assess assets much more than we assess liabilities, even when they cost the same. And the liability will bring you nothing back. Only the asset will. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's a problem in our assessment of we we don't really think critical about the liabilities that we utilize consistently but so when it how, comes to an asset how do, we be, how do we begin to critically think about the process that we use to intellectually mentally spiritually okay. even assess our um assets from our liabilities all right i'm about to come right back on because we just hit the hour mark apparently uh-uh, I'm done, then i'm gonna bring I'm you back i did my job i was just loving on you with the people <laughs> I don't know now, cause this 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 this, this is uh this is about to turn into a podcast. Just I mean we are, I'm already recording, so this is gonna I'm go. I'm done. On the I'm done. I thank Ajna for being one of my greatest uh, gifts. I was gonna say guests, but gifts. <laughs> All right. Um, people like when I talk about relationship stuff. I was told I should write a relationship book, and I'm like, yo, I thought that same person. I'm not in a relationship. But <laughs> I think that it's just my thought process of thinking on things because I be thinking on stuff a lot. But, um, All right. People come to me like I help. I help people stay together, and I help people release each other with integrity all the time. Yeah, it's true. All right. Oh, the people came right back on in. All right now. So, what was that last question? 
Ah, um, uh, we was talking more so about the aspect of thought that, you know, um, the integrity that you have of knowing the type of person that you're going for, whether you desire to be with that person, whether you have the same value that you matching within that person that that person has, and the ability that women have to bring out that spark of godhood within a man that they wit, or that they can break him down and turn him into their boy, and they become his mother, and then they lead him, and then they mad. So I'm going to start this off with this poem that I've written a long time ago, and I think this greatly gives insight onto this thought. And it goes like this. It says... She lives by the cords of her dreams, clinging to the tunes of her destiny. Success is not optional, it's legacy. Distractions are not practical like love in a society, but quietly and quite violently, she's wrestling internally, yearning for childish things. But she wins the battle out of necessity because she can't afford the debt of unsuccessful emotional vulnerability. For once, she doesn't have to lead. Even though she now enjoys the power of being upfront, it is a front to her nature. Because what she wants is simply to help others achieve the quality of a queen that earns her king. He leads her, but she helps him lead. Okay, now, I think for me, that speaks to the core of it. I think that women really just want to help others achieve, you know. But a lot of women find themselves having to be upfront, you know, but that's an upfront to her nature, you know. So it throws off her balance and it doesn't allow her to be within her feminine. Uh, growth and her evolution you know he leads her but she helps him lead so in that sense that it's like yeah i'm gonna help you be a great leader so you can actually protect me like it's like nigga, you're weak i need you to go work out or something you know what i mean i need you to go figure out how we can secure the home like i'm going to put that on your mind to make sure you do what's necessary to lead she's the one that's turning you into a leader so in the sense that she is leading like the most dangerous person in the kingdom is the one who's closest to the king because that's the person that advises the king. That's the person that's in the king's mind to help him make all of the different decisions. So oftentimes people want to be the king, but really you just want to be the person in the ear of the king. Who's in the ear of the king? The queen. Come on now. The advisors was the most dangerous ones back in the days because they was the ones getting into the head of the king, telling them which moves to make and things of that nature. They were dangerous as hell. They was like, you know what? I think you should get rid of so-and-so and that person over there. So you wanted to be nice to the advisor because they had all of the power. So I think that, you know, um, as I say, you know, distractions are not practical like love in this society. But quietly and quite violently, she's wrestling eternally, yearning for childish things. But she wins the battle out of necessity because she can't afford the debt of unsuccessful emotional vulnerability. You know, and that more so speaks to how, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, everybody wrestles with their desires and the things that they want. But they know that the type of world that they live in, they can't really afford to be letting themselves out there and be emotionally vulnerable so that anybody can just play them. So they learn how to lead themselves, you know, but that energy throws a woman off balance. And that's when the woman end up having that masculine energy. And then when a man that counters that masculine energy from a woman that's had to lead, it's resistance that he meets. And it doesn't allow him to tap into his full masculine potential, right? And then it doesn't feel the same. So like I said, a woman can act feminine, look feminine, talk feminine. But if the energy is not conducive to you helping a man lead you, then it's not going to create a situation that's reciprocal to where y'all two can actually grow. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, I think there's a lot, you know, 
one thing that's not is no longer cultivated in society is femin uh, femininity. Feminism is, but feminism and femininity is different. There's a lot of misandry that happens, you know, the hatred of men. And at the same time, people become the exact thing that they hate. So there's a lot of women that will claim to hate men and at the same time act in a manner to become within the same manner of a man. So they start to hate themselves as well for even having to be within that position. So I think that to combat that, there has to be uh, an equivalent study of femininity and the essence of what it means to be a woman. The art of being a woman, the art of exploring the emotional, the, the power that you have to cultivate, the art of like, you have to understand like um, a person, negotiation is a very feminine thing. And I mean that in the sense to where it's tactical. Like Ajna said that war is feminine. It is in the essence, you know, so you have to think about strategy and women are, if anything, great strategic people, but usually it's out of vindiction instead of being proactive within the situation. So it's like if a man hurts your heart, you'll go through many lengths to strategize on how to get back at that person. But before he broke your heart, how much strategy did you do into pulling and bringing out all of the godliness within that person? And I'm not saying that that's the reason that this person may have cheated. Now, we all know that, you know, by the great scholar, uh, Lil Duvall, that black men don't cheat, you know, so we're not going to speak that into the universe because we already know the reality. I've never met a black man that cheated in my life. There was just misunderstandings. Um, so when it comes to that. You're going to bust Y'all know black men don't cheat. Stop it. Y'all wow. know black men do not cheat. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Look, that was a look. First of all, you know what I mean? Don't confuse us for every other race and ethnicity that's out here doing all of these terrible things. I seen the meme of a woman. She had a gun to a man's head, holding him down for sex, and that was terrible because I knew he didn't want to do it. I knew it, and, and made that man compromise his morals. Oh man. Mm -mm -mm. Women, y'all gotta have stop doing that, uh, forcing all these black men to try to cheat on their beautiful queens and on themselves and stuff like that. So, you know, that's the reality that we live in. I'm sorry if you had a misunderstanding and you, know, you ever thought the man cheated on you. You know what it says? What is that? It says that, 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 uh, that God, who so loved the world that he set everything on fire, um, <laughs> is gonna put hell into the lake of fire, right? Mm hmm. So that means you get to go twice. I mean, as long as there's women there, I don't mind kicking it. I just don't want to go to a hill where it's just all men. That's terrible. But that's going to get, I think, you know, and I honestly, that was in real life, because I believe that, you know, the, the manifestation of hell has to be the sex tomorrow. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, if you have a bad day, like, you're going to hell, you might just look up and you'd be surrounded by gay people all day. Like, gay <laughs> <laughs> Wherever else I go after this, let's go. <laughs> Somebody said they was cheated on. No, my short tail cheated on me. No, I'm sorry. That was a misunderstanding. Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. I just want you all to understand. You know, I know it's hard to get over. And I'm not gonna, I'm not saying to you that your experience. Yeah. Yeah, I believe you. I just had my first. 
Really See, serious experience until I over six months in my life. Until, so I might, oh, okay. Well, I might have well, 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 well. <laughs> no, I haven't been cheated on. Um, but you know, I'm gonna tell y'all this right here. A lot of y'all don't know that your women are mentally cheating on you with better men than you are. Now, what this is what I mean no, by that. Yeah, people be mentally cheating. Like, I, and I talked about this before. Is that like? A lot of and men have like, to be careful. If you have a dream about somebody, you suck some dick in your dream, is that cheating? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's cheating, yeah. Yeah, that's cheating. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. In this world, or the next dimension? <laughs> nah. Uh-uh. Because we... No, because if we put you on gold water and you having lucid dreams and you cheating on me, hell no, you can't cheat on me on your lucid dreams. No, black men don't even cheat in their dreams. <laughs> no, so no. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, because the dream world is just as real as reality. The same neurons fire when you awake and when you sleep. And you know what the hell you're doing. So why is you subconsciously or in the dream world? You know what? We spend so much time sleeping, right? We spend about the same much time sleeping as we do awake almost. Like a third of our world. So that means that you got a whole other man in your mind. And you only spend in the third dimension with me. But that's your fourth dimension, man. Hell no. No, absolutely not. You know what I mean, absolutely not. Cause he getting up in the dreams. You not arguing with him. You know what I mean? He getting nothing but the good times. So hell nah, you can't hell nah. So you can't have no dream man with me. You know what I'm talking about? Matter of fact, you can't even dream of no other man, whether you sleeping with him or not. Like every man in your dream has to be me. If we go to a restaurant and you having a dream of me and you sitting down there talking, I better be the waiter too. I better be the chef. I better be the man that was at the door. <laughs> I better be everybody in your dream. Every man you look around, keys, keys, keys. You better be 19 keys this in your dream. So no, this is security because I want to be protecting you and taking care of you in every dimension. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. You know what I mean? That's what I make sure. No, no cheating on me and no, no, no astral projecting to another man's place. No using none of your spiritual powers, nothing. Because I, I went into the spiritual uh, spot. And the sister, it, you know, it's been happening a lot lately. People have been telling me that they've been having dreams about me. And I get that because sometimes I just be traveling recklessly, you know what I mean, kicking it to different people um, in my head. But I'm going to be cheating on and not in my even in my dream world. So I'm just saying now, there's a lot of women who cheating on a man that they men don't know. And I mean this in the sense to where you may spend in a relationship, especially if you don't live with a person, you got to think about how much time you actually spend with them and how much time you spend talking with them, right? So let's say if you got a man that doesn't really cultivate you and stimulate you mentally, then she might go on to this, her favorite influencer page and that's where she get all her knowledge and her stimulation from. So she's sitting there with this person's mind absorbing hours of information and content. So really, he got her mind. You might have her body, but he got her mind. Right. So, you don't. you're not really supposed to be sharing. You supposed to be. That's why a man is supposed to teach his woman so he can handle her and he can keep all forms of her cultivated. Right. And he can stimulate her on all levels. Right. So you got to be careful out here, man. You, you, you ain't out here up in your game and you got your woman cheating on you mentally because she's being stimulated by somebody else taking his knowledge and game, bringing it and using it against you. You know what I'm talking about? And then he might be raising the standard. So now, guess what? 
you didn't got down uh, uh, or worked yourself out of position. You know what I mean? Because now you can't feel she can't feel the job because she done found out that in order to take care of business that she needs a better employee to work with. So you got to be careful, man. And um, ladies, no, you can't cheat in your dreams. You know what I mean? Be like black men. Don't cheat. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Be like black men. And for you black men right now, whoever, I want you to be, be careful. Don't break the cycle now. Don't start a new cycle. I know somebody's right now. They listen to Keys. They at some other girl house they ain't supposed to be. They thinking about breaking this great streak that black men have and not cheating. I want you to just stop what you're doing right now. And I want you to take a step back. And I want you to tell Becky, Miranda, uh, Sarah that you can't do it. You know what I mean? That you 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 just, you know, you want to continue the lineage and the legacy. Yeah. See, this is why black men cheat. See, 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 she validating. See, I'm trying to be your voice of reason. Just back out the situation, call your Uber, go home. Because I know you was drinking and you almost made a bad decision, so you didn't drive there, so you just Ubered there. Nah, just go. <laughs> yeah, what's the four? Yeah, I mean, it's a new time. You say, why do pale people's night? Why are those pale people's night? Because I know the brother was about to, because I know he was about to make the wrong decision with a pale person. I know it. I just know it. I can smell it. Nah, it wasn't no Lakeisha. But listen, no. But real talk, though. Um, women, you know, um, if you can continue to cultivate that feminine presence, and I know it's not being shown right now. I know there's a toxic normalization and a dysfunctional normalization of um, women's behavior. And if you look at the rappers today, uh, women are normalizing a lot of masculine behavior. Like they acting like they the rap niggas instead of just acting like rap women. You know, it's like they competing with the men's place instead of saying that. Nah, I mean, I don't need a woman to, um, yeah, to be a man. That's not what I need you to do. Like it's weird. Well, what is being a woman to you? <sighs> I think that man, this tip. This takes down the rabbit hole, but being a woman is one who's in tune with her intuitive aspect of self, one who's in tune with her feminine nature, one who's in tune with her presence and her aura as a as a as a one who can take care, one who is a um, nurturer. You know, a woman has an instinctive ability to nurture everything, and not only her ideas but your ideas, but herself. And a lot of times, of course, Anubalaj Muhammad said that behind every no good woman, there's a no good man that made her that way. And so, in honesty, we don't take away from the responsibility that we have within making a woman other than herself. But a lot of times that a woman will start off in this aspect of, of course, being great, being nurturing, giving all that she knows that a man would desire and need. And then somebody fucks that over. And then she transitions from doing that because she, like I said, she can't afford that emotional vulnerability no more. Like she can't put herself out like that no more. So she reserves that part of herself. But that reservation becomes suppression. And she really don't know how to tap into it no more. Because now she enjoys this position of being in power and manipulating others and making them feel that way. Like you say in your book, to hurt, hurt, to hurt. You understand me? Instead of hurt to heal, like, no, I've been in that position. Let me help heal you. So when a woman stops being a nurturer and stop being a healer, then she is no longer within that feminine aspect of self. 
So if you're not speaking from a nurturing uh, uh, point, you're not speaking from that healing point, you're not speaking from that feminine prowess, then you're no longer within that nature. Because like I say, hurt people hurt people. So you had to, as you say within, you know, uh, I don't want to uh, put out the name because, you know, we're working on some things on that. But a person has to make sure that they are using a hurt that they've been through to help heal others so that they don't go through it. Instead of saying, and now I've been through that, I'm about to play somebody else too. The fuck what y'all talking about? You know what I mean? So that requires work within yourself. I remember times that um, I stayed in an environment that I believe was very toxic towards my emotional health with like family members that was doing all sort of drugs that I seen that really fucked me up in the head. And I remember flying back out to St. Louis and becoming a bully in the streets because I wanted to hurt other people. I wanted to feel a measurement of power. And I had to do that reverse damage that was happening to me and enlighten myself and condition myself back into a better state so I can utilize those dark times that I went through to start helping heal others. And that's a very important thing because we, we kill parts of ourselves that we think make us weak. And those really are the parts of us that make us strong. You know, it's like if a man stops crying because he believes that makes him weak, he suppresses those emotions of saying, of saying that, nah, if I can drop a tear in front of the world, that means I'm strong because I'm putting myself out there and making myself vulnerable, you know, but not being afraid of that. You understand me? And not believing that my suppression is my protection, but my expression is my, my, my real security. So, you know, women losing the essence of who you are that will only devalue yourself. But if you can continue to cultivate that essence in a world that doesn't want you to have that, that wants to steal that away from you, that wants to take that away from you, but you say, you know what? Even though I've been through all of this, I want to allow you to take away from my nature and my evolution and my power of who I am. I'm not going to start acting like you. Nah. So when you encounter a woman that has the ability to maintain her essence, that energy, when it collides with the right masculine energy, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So, yeah, it, it definitely takes a lot of work. It takes forgiveness of other people and not for them before yourself. This is Father's Day. It took a time where I had to forgive my father for the way he treated my mother, you know, and I, I was able to forgive him so that I can move forward so that we can have a better working relationship so that they can, they had to forgive each other so that they can have a better relationship, you know, so I used to think forgiveness was weak. Like, nah, fuck them. They deserve for me to hate them, but I don't deserve to hate them. I don't deserve to have that energy always on me. So I release it so therefore I can move forward instead of suppressing it and having that stuck within me. So I think that everybody, regardless of your father's absent or who he was or whatever it was, like this is a person that brought life into you. So you have to forgive that person so you can begin to heal and move forward so that you can get back within your essence that that particular hurt stole from you. So we got to tap in, you know, so therefore we can continue to grow and continue to get better. <clears throat> Do you think men and women have a natural balance of masculine energy once you remove the perverse sexual idea of male-female concepts? Um... The connotation of perverse on male and female concepts can be debatable um, and because it depends on where you're coming from and what particular part of the perversion that you're speaking of and that aspect of male and female uh, constructs because some of them come from um, culture seeing what works and bringing and, and creating 
our ancestors creating particular structures on what they see is, you know, that thing that that works within how our energies collide within each other. I believe that male and like, male and, and or feminine and masculine energies definitely have a natural balance for themselves. Right. Living in this world, 2019, we're talking about how do you structure that particular energy so that they can collide together so that they can build nations so that they can have security so that all of those different things that they have that their energy can produce can be brought out through the relationships that they have with each other because if life is going to procreate then that procreation has to be brought within balance so that the next generation that they continue to procreate is evolving and getting better and producing all of that potentiality out into reality so i believe that um there are particular structures that were set up so that we can become successful based on our nature, like based on our nature, like based on my masculine nature. I'm a natural provider. I'm a natural um, uh, uh, protector. That's a natural thing based on my physiology, based on my biology, based on, you know, my chemical makeup, based on having particular testosterone within that, like when you break it down. So those relationships were formulated and structured so that you can have the most successful outcome, right? But the problem is, is that we live in a free will society. Do as thou will. That more so comes from, you know, very dark, more satanic and more, you know, dark omnipresence of like Aleister Crowley type shit, you know? But it's more so having, uh, if you look at the, it's more so having civility and having backed by morals and ethics and looking at what's the planning process, what is the point of these unions? Is it to build a nation? Is it to build a kingdom? Is it to produce vision? Like, is it to have civility in a collective so that you can have freedom, justice, equality, enlightenment, and peace? Then that means that there has to be a particular structure and a particular order that brings out balance within those energies, that masculine and that feminine, so that they can continue to grow and prosper. But if you just allow everybody to just be as they are, you know, then you're going to find people finding things out that don't work, trying and experimenting with things that don't work. So you have to think like, if I was to create culture, you're going to implement within those generation of boys and those generation of women, particular things that you would think are best. So when they coincide and they get together in these relationships, you're going to see the best manifestation of the next generation, the next generation. And it's going to allow you to cultivate civilizations for eons and eons and eons. The problem is we live in an era of deconstructionism to where we like to break down structures without putting anything better in place. And when you do that, you release the balance that everything has. Nature falls into a rhythm of balance, a mathematical geometrical progression, meaning that the universe has a balance. If you look at a spiral, there's a balance. One way has to go this way, the other way has to go that way, and it has to fit within a cosmic balance the same way a flower is grown. All of these different things. So the human being, because we have the ability to think for ourselves, Order is given. That's the reason why religion was created, was to give man order. But then man started manipulating the religion for his own reasons. And that's what changed um, that balance of what it was supposed to be. But if I find the best ways for human beings to grow, then guess what? I'm going to give that into the next generation so they can grow within that balance, so that they can tap into that godhood, so they can bring out all of their potentiality and actually make it successful. Society interrupts that balance and say. Fuck those structures. Fuck that thought process. Fuck all of everything that was constructed. And I'm like, okay, you can say that, but do you have something better that's going to be in place of this? Because it has to be some order and some balance, right? 
And if there's not, then it causes chaos. Chaos breeds chaos, order breeds order, right? So you don't want to just have entropy. You have to have some order and you have to have some rules. And so some people tear it down only to put something else in place because to say you don't want no constructs is a construct in itself. Everything comes from man, right? So it's like we have to find what works best and we move on that. Not saying that fuck that because it is what it is and I just want to be rebellious against that. Instead of thinking like, okay, what is the purpose and the intent and what do I actually want to get from reality? So there's a lot that goes into that. Like that can go really deep down the rabbit hole as far as, you know, um, the way we've been programmed towards masculine and feminine and the way we've been programmed to see and perceive ourselves in the boxes that we've been put in and the actual real freedom that we have to continue to feel the way we do, but outside the borders that they've been giving us. Right. So that is a particular different thing. But you cannot get rid of all structure and all constructs without putting some better in place. The same way if you have a building and you say, you know what, I don't like this construct. Let me take out this foundation. Let me take this steel beam out. Then the building collapses. Right. And I always look at things and saying that you can know if something is good, if it's great for the next generation, if it's great for the children. If it's not good for the children, then it's not good at all. And people are doing all of these crazy different things now with no regard to the next generation. And then when this generation grows up and you see the effect of the influence from you just radicalizing whatever behavior that you want to. And then you're like, damn, why are these children so fucked up? They crazy. I don't like this generation. Well, guess what? You didn't think about them when you were having all your free time. You didn't think about any level of structure, order, or civility at all. So the next generation is filled to the whims of you just wanting to be free, have fun, and live wild. So, yeah, everybody can easily say, I just be for myself. That's a selfish thing. But if we want to have intergenerational wealth, if we want to actually build, if we want to actually create and manifest and have the type of world that we want to see, that we seek daily, then we have to construct it based on a particular order and balance based off our natural masculine and feminine energies that do go within that place. <clears throat> Um, well, you are not born a man and you're not born a woman. You are born a male and you're born a female speaking on your sex, right? The potentiality of that sex based on, um, your biological makeup can be brought into the management, right? In the structure of what we consider to be a man. It is the, the principles of building the potential of that particular being to construct an identity that would be best for this person to be able to move throughout life successfully tapping in so that that person can continue to grow into God. So you're born a male and you're born a female, right? But as a male, you have the potential to protect. You have the potential to provide. You have the potential to will. You also have feminine energy within self. So your ability to communicate and express yourself and do art, all of those things can be drawn into a beautiful balance to where you can turn into a great man with all those characteristics and principles built into yourself, right? But the problem is, and a lot of times, is that people will qualify themselves men Right. Without actually growing into the structure and those principles that come along with that construct. So, yes, being a man is a particular construct that you can grow in. And it's an ultimate one. You can choose other archetypes. You can be boy. You understand me? You can you can be a young man. 
You know I mean, you could be a little boy. You could be whatever you want to put on yourself. But to be a man, if you consider yourself a man, you know, then you're talking about one who has management over their mind, one who is within their balance. And then you're talking about being a divine man, a divine woman. You're talking about one who has have that balance of their higher self, of their higher mind. And then you're talking about a divine man that gets with a divine woman, then that divinity that turns them into actual gods because now they have peaked to the point where they can pull out all of their potentiality. It's different levels and it's different constructs that we have to bring out within ourselves that particular energies bring out. That duality of woman and man, what it brings out in you is just so powerful because we were literally made on this planet Earth for each other. That's the immutable truth. Every single person got here the same way. A man and a woman, a sperm and an egg. There's no other process of life. So when we look at that, we say, damn, well, let's model that. Every organ has a particular use. So my body has a function. My mind has a function. In order for me to bring out that function, I have to combine it with the right things. So we try to, we try to fight so much against our nature. But of course, it's because we live in this construct of white patriarchal intellect, of white supremacy. And this is this westernized view of reality, of course, is completely wrong. And that's why we paradigm shift. That's why we say, no, it ain't about the man ruling the world. It ain't about the woman ruling the world. It's about that man and woman ruling side by side. Right? It's about that, that cosmic relationship. It's about the sun and the moon. Right? That's how we create them stars out there. They say the sun serves to justify the existence of the stars, right? The moon serves to equalize the tides, to create that balance. So everything has its position that it plays within reality. Wherever the sun is in it, then that's where the other stars reach and bring light. Because the sunlight only extends so far, but wherever the sunlight doesn't extend, you have the other stars for that. So everything has its purpose. So no, why would we just want to create one sun or one star, right? Why would we want to create one star? No, or, 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 we want everybody to shine. So wherever this light don't reach, guess what? You can be that light. You can be that light. You can be that light. But that only comes from actually producing upon the nature of individuals so they have that quality of being so they actually start to shine from their cosmic potential. So, y'all got some sessions in today. I'm actually recording this, so this is going to be on the podcast if you want to listen to it later. Um, I appreciate y'all for tapping in. This was great. I thank y'all for the questions. I thank y'all for being a part of it. Um, I, I, you know, I appreciate everybody who taps into this, um, this live and this energy and observe this work and everybody who's working on themselves to become better. That's that's the goal. That's the progression. You know, male and female was here before the creation of the sun. Yeah, definitely. Do we understand how unified agreement allows to do with the second self to create sun and how the moon instant creation? You know, it's like a lot of people look at the sun and they be like, that sun created me. Well, let me see the sun create another you. Huh. The sun don't have willpower. No, human beings do. The sun don't think of a thought and then create a human beings though. You know, so when we understand our power as guys on this planet Earth, then we are within that balance. 
But if you convince the sun that it's a moon, you know what I mean? You convince the moon that it's a sun, they're not going to act properly within their nature to do the function that they're supposed to. You know what I'm talking about? So let's drop that last 19 key, then I'm going to get out here. You know, the masculine energy, the consciousness, logic and reason. You can look at that as, look at that as the sun, right? And then you look at the planets as the emotional feminine energy, those nine planets that revolve around the one. The nine revolves around the one, that emotional energy, those memories, that connection, right? That personality, that, that subconscious, all of that energy revolves around the one. But it revolves around the logic and the reason and the rationality, the mathematical mind, right? So within your own self, within your own logic, yes, we have our subconscious mind, but it revolves around the one, right? That one mind in the universe, that one God thought, that logical mind, that mathematical thought process. So we rise above emotions into the thinking of God, so we continue to shine. So we have to continue to be that one instead of having that one start to revolve around the nine. Because sometimes we have our logic revolving around our emotions instead of our emotions revolving around our logic. All right? So we tap in and we create that balance at all times. Everything has a balance. And every 19 years, the earth goes into a synodic period, which means that the sun, the moon, um, and the earth all line up. So you got your ones and your nines in order. Look it up, people. I appreciate y'all for tapping in. As always, make sure y'all get your gold water. <laughs> um, um, because you know gold comes from a supernova. It comes from the death of the stars. That's where those elements come from. So they say that it's gold just out there in space floating around. We can get hit with a gold shower at any point in time. They said there's only so much gold on the planet Earth that they could fill up maybe four um, uh, Olympic-sized swimming pools because gold is very condensed. It's not that much gold. So make sure you get on the gold. And make sure you crown yourself with some sun, moon, and stars and protect your electrical frequencies of that crown chakra so you can continue to vibrate at a higher existence. Peace. Thank y'all for tuning in to this podcast. It's been another episode of 19 Keys, Electrical Thought Patterns and Conversations. If you want to become a sponsor of the podcast, make sure you hit me in the messages. As always, I appreciate you. Tap in. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.